What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Local CEOs Radio. And today we're going to be talking about making an irresistible offer. Welcome to Local CEOs Radio, where we get up close and personal with what it's like to be a local CEO. A local CEO is someone who has started and runs a local business, nonprofit, or online business, or someone who wants to. Let's dive into the marketing strategies, challenges, and story of the local CEO. What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. I'm out walking today, and it is one of those days where it feels like it's going to snow, but it's nowhere near close enough um, temperature-wise. And uh, But it just feels like snow. The clouds uh, remind me of when it snows, but it's think it's only 50 55 degrees so it's not nearly cold enough but hopefully we'll be getting there somewhat soon because uh i hear they're calling for like a bad winter um this year in in the u.s and so we're in virginia and i'm certainly hoping for it i would love to have a bunch of snow it's been a long time uh been, been several years since we've had like a lot of snow around virginia um but uh, today I wanted to talk about making your offer, whatever your product or service is, more irresistible. Um, and what kind of led me to this thought for today is that I, um, we, got, we got a call yesterday from, uh, from Lowe's. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say who it was from on... Uh, on should I say well I already said it so I can't change it now but we got a call from a vendor um, and uh, I guess I'll just say Lowe's now as a good example Um, but we uh, we got a call from them and we've been waiting on a gas range for one of our customers Uh, we ordered it I think about a month ago and it had like a seven to ten day shipping time Uh, so we waited for that time that amount of time. And, uh, after seven to 10 days, we got a call from the vendor saying that they had, uh, they were putting the range on the delivery truck and realized that it was damaged. So they were gonna order a new one for us and not, you know, obviously not deliver the damaged one. So we were like, Oh, we appreciate that. You know, y'all caught it and everything. And, um, let's make it happen. So, uh, they said it would be another seven to 10 days to get the range shipped from the distribution center because they didn't have any in stock. So we let our customer know. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, another, not all of a sudden, but seven to 10 days later, we wait another seven to 10 days and they, uh, call us back on the day uh, it was supposed to be delivered and it was the same guy who told us two weeks ago and uh, he said yeah your range is being uh, put on the truck but we realized it was damaged <laughs> and we were like okay well we were told that two weeks ago and they were like oh yeah it was the same one from two weeks ago and we were like okay what about the one that was ordered and there was just silence on the phone and the guy uh 
was like, well, I'm not calling you guys, you know, saying this or that, but, uh, long story short, it didn't get ordered, and, um, the guy kind of acted like he had no idea what we were talking about, and we're pretty sure he was the one that was supposed to order the new one, so we were kind of frustrated, and more so for our customer, uh, who has been waiting, you know, a month for her rain, she is in her, um, in her 70s, and she, she's been going out, going without a range for, you know, a month, and so I explained the situation to him, he's like, all right, let me get the manager on the phone, or whatever, and he couldn't get him, so he said, I'll have him call you back, and, uh, of course, they never called us back, um, so I had to call them back, and when I did, uh, just gave us a rundown again, and, um, more or less told us that, oh, that the distribution center now is out of stock and they're not going to be able to get us that range. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a month and we, uh, we had been waiting for a while. Um, and so they were like, well, we're not going to be able to get the range, but we can get, you know, another range that might be similar to it. And, uh, um, but first let us check the stores around the area to see if uh they have any and they were supposed to have already done that <laughs> and uh the manager said he would call me back he it's the next day today is the next day we have never heard back from him and on top of that he promised me he would call our customer and apologize to them personally for what happened and as of um now we haven't heard that he's called the customer either and so the customer service is absolutely horrible. I mean, could not be worse. Um, they dropped the ball. They didn't really attempt to try to fix it. They won't call us back to try to make it right. And unfortunately, with Lowe's, we have had continual problems with this. And so maybe they deserve the shout out um, so that they will get better about it, at least. But we've been really dealing with this for years and years. But the point of this podcast is not to call it Lowe's. The point of the podcast is, the question is, why do we keep going back to Lowe's um, when they have given us trouble, more trouble than you could ever imagine over the past five, ten years, right? That's the question I ask myself because I'm like, man, this is very frustrating because it happens on nearly every order we place with them. And so it got me thinking yesterday that the reason why we keep going back is because we are basically forced to, right? Why is that? Because a lot of our customers will choose products that they have that no one else has or almost no one else has, or they have the prices that no one else can beat. And so our customers um, have budgets and they want to go with them, right? So we have to continually put up with that kind of crap from uh, Lowe's simply because they have products and services that customers want so badly. And they have stuff that we really need like lumber and, you know, things like that that are hard to come by in other places. Um, And there's so many products that Lowe's is the exclusive dealer for. So they carry them exclusively in stock at Lowe's and we can't get them anywhere else. 
And so even though they are the worst at customer service, they still get our business on a fairly regular basis. As frustrating as that is, I wish there was some other way. Trust me. Um, but they do it because they have products and services that people have to have, right? And so it got me thinking that, man, I wish I had a product or service that people would put up with that degree of bad customer service, that degree of delays, that degree of problems, and still keep coming back to me, right? Now, I think our goal is we don't ever want to put our customers through that. Um, We want to provide good customer service. We want them to be happy in general by all means. But if... If we have a product or service that people have to have, um, then it's going, regardless of how good our customer service might be, uh, people will kind of put up with it. So <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, now if there was a, somebody out there that uh, could create a big box store or some other way like the Amazon maybe of Lowe's or Home Depot, uh, where you could get all the same stuff, but not deal with all the hassle, then the, that person would become a multi-billionaire very, very quickly. Now, I'm not passionate about that type of, like, that type of business, and so I'm not going to be the one, but maybe you are. Maybe you're listening and you're passionate about it, and you know the ins and outs of that type of business. Maybe you've worked for one of the big box stores or something like that. And uh, maybe it should be you. <laughs> maybe you can be the Jeff Bezos of Lowe's and Home Depot. <coughs> but I'll tell you, I would definitely shop with you and back you. But um, no doubt if somebody came along and did that, they would totally dominate and probably put out, put Lowe's and Home Depot out of business. But until then, Lowe's and Home Depot still dominate everyone else in home improvement products. Uh, simply because they typically have the exclusivity rights to them and because customers just want their stuff. So they're good at finding products and services that people really want, right? They're not so good at fulfilling it, but they're really good at products and services. And so, um, and I've seen this across other uh, markets as well and industries where like somebody will have something that uh, I really, really, really want and then I'll buy it. And they're actually really bad at fulfilling it. Like they don't really come through on what they, what it seemed like it was going to be in terms of fulfillment. But because I really desperately need or want their product or service, I end up just dealing with it, you know. And so I think the cus- the companies of the future are going to be the ones that both fulfill and have products and services that uh, are really, really good and that people really, really want. Um, And so I think the way that we can apply this to our businesses, how can we make our product and services more irresistible to our markets and our customers? How can we have products and services that, that good? And so that's what I've been thinking about and processing, uh, in the last couple of days. So I hope that helps. I'm going to wrap up the podcast and I will uh, talk to you guys on the next episode. 
Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Local CEOs Radio. If you like this content, uh, please subscribe so you can get more of it, as well as if you could shoot us a five-star review. That helps us get the word out about the podcast, as well as feel free to share it on any social media channel to let people know what you've been listening to. And if you have local business friends, share it with them as well. If you want to get some training, we've got some free options on our website, as well as some paid options. Um, Check it out at localceos.com, and I'll see you on the next episode of our podcast. Take care.